Well, hello and welcome back to the Basic Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Thompson, and once again, sitting next to me, the co-host with the most, Mr. Ray Jewell. Ray, welcome back. Hey, Kevin, it's good to be here. Uh, considering all, everything that's going on in the world right now, it's nice that we can be socially distanced, uh, sort of close up. <laughs> yeah, we, we're, uh, we're in a building by ourselves because we don't want to have more than nine people. Right. Um, and we don't want to take this all seriously, but, you know, you, you get a little stir-crazy Yes. after a while. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, Ray, you're pretty crazy to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then add to, oh, boy, I couldn't even imagine. So Life is interesting, that's for so sure. So we've, we've unlocked the cage and let Ray out for a little while. Yay. To record a couple interviews, and uh, then we're going to uh, go back to our social distancing and quarantine <laughs> type stuff. But until then, we are continuing our series on uh, the new book by Jeff Myers, Unquestioned Answers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we covered our kind of the introduction about the, the whole concept of uh, answers that, you know, you're just not allowed to question in, within the Christian faith. And, right, and that usually you know, is very specific to your tribe. Right. Now, what uh, it doesn't account for is the fact that we have so many believers who come from such a varied background uh, culturally demographically all all that stuff and you know when you think you have the right answer or you're following what's even worse is if you're just blindly following somebody who right. thinks they have the right answer yeah and then, then a lot of people who think they have the right answer but exactly and then they need to listen to me uh yeah i don't know if we're gonna go that far <laughs> Um, they need to listen to the Basic Bible Podcast. Right, yeah. Or, or better yet, um, a good Bible teacher. <laughs> um, or a couple of good Bible teachers, actually. Anyway, right. uh, and, and what that does is it promotes a shallow faith oh, yeah. that doesn't involve thought, doesn't involve thinking or pondering, mm-hmm. or uh, the scriptural word meditating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just produces a, a little pat answers that really don't do any good. Well, Myers called that simplicity. Yeah. And the thing about that, you know, it always baffles me how people can be brilliant in their particular field, whether it's uh, the medical field or, um, you know, whatever it is, construction, education, all kinds of things. And yet when it comes to faith, they they want it simple. Yeah. They don't give don't bother me with the details. Don't bother me with the complexities that exist. The Just problem, tell me what to believe and yeah, I'll move on. And and the problem with that is you know, I mean, eventually you're gonna end up in the wrong place yeah. somewhere where you don't wanna go. And the thing the thing about faith, you know, and that's our chapter for today. It's about faith. Just have faith. Well, what is first of all, what does faith mean? Yeah. And well, it, I'm going to rein you in for a second. Oh, that's, okay. You're, you're getting the cart ahead of the horse. <laughs> so last week we talked about chapter one, which is the idea of uh, the Bible says it, I believe it, and that settles it. And we said, no, we, we do believe in um, facts. We do believe in thought. We do believe that there are credible reasons to become a Christian. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, why not follow the uh, the atheist uh, 
or they've got the flying spaghetti monster or whatever. Yeah. If we're just going to have faith that just uh, in whatever. Right. But there, there are credible reasons for that. There's a reason why we believe the Bible is true. And we recommend some resource about that. So, But this week, as Ray already said, <laughs> we're talking about faith. Just have faith. And Ray, I think you, you, you nailed it on the head. What we have to first do is define what faith is. Because a lot of people, faith is simply like a, a positive feeling. Right. You know, I've heard it expressed this way often. Just have faith in faith. Right. Well, I mean, again... What in the world does that mean? And, uh, you know, there, there are tons of faiths. I mean, every worldview is a faith of some right. kind. You're putting your faith in something. And, uh, well, and even, he points out in the book, even atheists, yeah, right. to some degree, are people of faith. Yeah. Because there are things that, I mean, yes, there are, I, I, I hate this, this uh, distinction people make between faith and science. Right. Because science is objective, yeah. and faith is subjective. And we had this idea that science is like a completely objective, fact-based idea that involves, you know, a guy with lab coats and beakers and things like that. Right. Um, but even science itself is plagued by indecision, politics, other things. But also, um, science is limited. It can't answer some questions like, why? Or, okay, we, we do have... Um, Gravity, for example, we all, I think we all pretty much agree on gravity, right? Right. I'm not floating around. Right. <laughs> um, but we know it exists, but will it exist tomorrow? Hmm. I have, if I have no uh, Christian background, no uh, faith in God whatsoever, why should I believe that 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 this will happen tomorrow? We believe uh, that the uh, Earth and the planets revolve around the sun. Fine. But will that happen tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Now, we believe, based on predictable patterns and observable data, that it will. Mm -hmm. But we have no guarantee of that. So, therefore, there is some sort of step of faith I've got to say that, yes, I will step out tomorrow and uh, the Earth will still be rotating on its axis and so on and so forth. Well, from most atheists that I know and have read, you know, their their faith is in reason only, which, you know, as a Christian, yeah, reason is a part of the equation, especially since, you know, God created us to, to uh, with these uh, things called brains that help us to think for ourselves. Do Armenians have those? We do. Okay. Yeah. You just don't use them very much? No. <laughs> I had to go there. I'm sorry. Hey, I've been locked up. We've both been locked up. We, we, you know. Yeah, but well, you got four kids. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go I love your kids, but <laughs> anyway. So uh, do I, for the, the record. The, the faith of Christianity is based on reason, but it's also based on the fact that God has revealed himself yeah. in several ways, but primarily we we usually divide it in two ways general revelation yep. which is the creation of the world and you know the laws of nature that he put in place to uh, so we could actually function on this planet um, you know just how history has played out over the years um, is all a part of God's revelation and yet that's not enough to save us what yeah. what saves us is the special revelation we get in right. God's word especially the word, you know, as John 1 describes Jesus, 
in the beginning was the word. And that's, that's um, where our faith resides. And yeah. uh, it's pretty, you know, the, the interesting thing about Jesus' message is it was meant for everyone. He died for everyone. He died for you know, everyone who has been uh, created in the image of God. And um, I hear some Armenianism. You here, got okay. it. <laughs> and uh, you know the thing. The thing about it is, in that regard, his message is very inclusive. It's meant for everybody to hear, and to have the opportunity to accept it or reject it. The exclusive part of faith in Christ is that only those who believe in him will have. Uh, eternal life right. and, and, and you and i agree on that yeah and, and we would also agree that in that general revelation sense god has revealed himself through nature mm-hmm. uh, through the laws of science through the stars above through mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. um all creation whispers his name i've heard uh, uh as one person said it and in that sense yeah god wants himself being made known and he has made himself known right and even the gift of uh, special revelation Mm-hmm. is to be given to all men. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're a Calvinist or Arminian or not, that doesn't matter. Right. We've been told to preach the gospel to every creature, to go throughout all of the world and preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so God wants to make himself known and has made himself known. Right. So, um, but for faith, so, so, so to go back to what you were saying, um, the exclusive part of Christianity is those, only those who express their faith in Christ mm-hmm. will be saved. So there is an aspect of faith that has to be um, expressed. Mm-hmm. But it's faith in God. Not just, as you said earlier, faith in faith or something, a positive attitude, a positive disposition that things are just going to work out in the end. Mm-hmm. But our faith is based on something credible, something that is obvious or should be obvious according to uh, Romans 1 and, mm-hmm. and Psalm 24, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. So our faith is based on a credible object, the greatest object that there is. Right. And I, I liked uh, the little sentence that um, Myers put in here. The Bible follows a deeper logic than people can attain if they cling to the belief that all the, only the natural world exists. I like that, mm. that idea of a deeper logic because... Yeah. A lot of people, including people who profess to be Christians, want to throw logic out the window, yeah. where, when in reality, there is no one greater when it comes to logic. I don't, I don't need that himself. fancy book learning, Ray. <laughs> I just have faith. Yeah, right. Excuse so, my southern accent. Me and Jesus. Oh, that, that's another one. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to that one uh, next time. So what do you say to the person who says, listen, or, or you know, um, in, in, in the book, uh, Myers talks about sitting in a... Uh, classroom, college classroom, and his, his professor says, some people make their decisions based on faith, others make their decisions based on facts. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, again, that statement, of course, it's a absolute statement on his part that, you know, that you only, you can only, yeah, there's make, only two options. There's only two options and you have to do one or the other. Um, I would point to so many times in Scripture and in the lives of many Christians throughout the centuries that it's been a combination of those two things, those two elements. Um, 
Well, Jesus spent an awful lot of time, and the Apostle Paul and Peter spent an awful lot of time telling people to use their brains. Yeah. And come, let us reason together. Exactly. Isaiah says that. And and the thing about life, you know, I mean, it's not surprising, I guess, in in our country, especially when when we want things to be extremely simple. We want it to be easy. Yeah. You know, we want to just okay, one and done. One and done. That's all I need is yeah. you know to be converted, to be baptized, or whatever. Got my fire insurance. And yeah, I mean, and I mean, it misses the whole point. And I think that's the really the, the point, the driving uh, foundation of this chapter is this idea that faith is a basis. It's a foundation for action. Mm-hmm. So faith is not something that okay, I believe this. It's settled now. Okay, I'm going to live my life however I right. want. Right. But because I have faith in God. That changes everything. Exactly. And I, I think that, you know, in pretty much in every chapter, he gets around to saying something similar yeah. to that. Where, you know, the simplistic way of viewing Christianity allows you, or at least you think it allows you, to do nothing about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got it done. I've, I've taken care of it. Like you said, it's fire insurance. And, I mean... You know, I remember hearing those trite scenes when I was younger. They don't do it so much anymore, but man, it's just, it's... You were young? One day, a long time ago. When far, dinosaurs far, far roamed the earth. <laughs> but the, in a galaxy. Yeah. Wait, I, no, I'm, you don't like Star I, Wars. I you can't be like quoting Star that. Wars. Stop that. <laughs> but, you know... I mean, well, the Apostle Paul quoted Greek philosophers, so <laughs> there you I'm, go. I'm okay. That's the first time <laughs> I've ever heard Star Wars compared to Greek philosophy, but that's another story. <laughs> but the, the, the life of a Christian, the other thing that, that this does, it allows me to stay off by myself. If faith is that simple, where I don't have to do anything, yeah. That means I don't have to associate with anybody. It's just, uh, well, we'll get into again the me and Jesus thing in a couple of episodes, but it's just not plausible. Well, it's not, pl- it doesn't right. make, it makes no sense. No. I mean, if that's the way it is, then why are we even bothering right. having if, this discussion? If this doesn't change me at all, why bother with it? Right. And I think that's, that's the message this world gets, quite frankly, from many Christians. Mm-hmm. You're no different than me. I'm no different than you. So whatever you have isn't that important. It's like, you know, you like chocolate and I like vanilla. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, it becomes just a matter of preference yeah. instead of a matter of obedience. Right. And, you know, uh, the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, he basically puts it right on the line and says, you know, if Jesus didn't raise from the dead, then your faith yeah. is in vain. Right. And, I mean, if, if we don't, if the if the resurrection of Jesus doesn't do something to us, right. doesn't change us from the inside out and from the outside in, yeah. <laughs> um, we are uh, we we're just playing a game. We're we're not really being the kind of people God has called us to be. Yeah. Let me read this quote from the book. I want you to unpack the statement for us. In page fifty-eight, he says this. 
The writers of the New Testament used the Greek word pistis for faith because to their way of thinking, faith is the unstated premise of life itself. God told us what is true. We trust him. We're moving into action. Faith is the basis of life. Without it, nothing makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, without that anchor, and you, and, you know, I mean, uh, you and I agree on this point. Our faith is based on someone outside of ourselves. Right. Someone who is is eternal. Someone who is all powerful, all knowing, and someone that we can, you know, actually put our faith in. You know, our faith in Him, our hope is in Him. Um, you know, our trust, all that, all that we do, is is because God is who He says He is. Yeah. Again, if he's not, if it's just a fabrication of the early church, as some would say, or some other, you know, well, that's just the way you want it to be. It's, it's outside of me. Yeah. I, I don't have the right to say something to somebody else about uh, believing in anything if it's coming from me when it comes right down to it. Yeah. It's, it's this person who has made himself known to us in magnificent ways uh, in uh, just creation itself, but also in the gift of Christ and his life and his death and his resurrection and his ascension and his reigning now, that, that it brings us to a place where we have to say, Yes or no? Yeah. I like the statement at the end. He says that without faith, without this, nothing else makes sense. Right. Um, so faith is the basis of our foundation, the basis of knowledge that we build upon mm-hmm. um, with, with uh, different things. And, and faith is what makes sense of all those different facts that we're looking at. And, and, and you know, it's like a detective gathering up clues. You know, I, I, I love... Uh, like detective mystery type movies. Sure, yep. You know, I used to like Monk a lot. And now with the coronavirus, uh, everyone is like Monk. Um, <laughs> anyway, if you know well, what I'm talking about. Well, probably not quite as bad uh, as Monk. <laughs> but, you know, um, when, when, you, when you put all the pieces together, when you have that, that one strand that makes everything else make sense, it, oh, oh well, the teapot at the beginning of the movie, that, you know, it was, it was tilted to the right. Mm-hmm. You didn't notice that. You didn't care about that before. But now that you know who the killer is, now... That makes sense. Why that was there, and on all these things, yeah. or uh, another movie, um, The Usual Suspects. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, I don't recommend it. But <laughs> um, at the end of the movie, oh, wow. spoiler alert. Okay, <laughs> spoiler alert. At the end of the movie, so that this guy is brought in for questioning by the police, and he's telling this story. And that the, the story is basically the movie, and uh, they're trying to catch the bad guy. Well, at the end, what you didn't realize until the guy left, they had the bad guy. Yeah. And everything he was talking about, you know, he's making up names off of, you know, things he's looking at this guy, on this guy's office, this guy's desk, whatever. And once you realize that's about, then all of a sudden, all of this makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, and faith is like that to where faith is not the absence of fact. Faith is not the absence of logic or the, or the, or even the, um, the, uh, what, what I'm looking for, the, uh, direct opposite right. of logic. Mm-hmm. No, it's faith that, that w- logic wouldn't be logic without faith. Right. 
Yeah, uh, without our belief in God, none of this stuff makes sense. None of this stuff, it, it's like puzzles that you're trying to, like a little child, put together without the picture. Mm -hmm. And the, I think that uh, Josh and Sean McDowell say, say it well when they describe faith as in this way. It's in the book. Yeah. Believing, belonging, behaving. Yes. Now, I like that little... little we we first we first believe. You know, we come to a point in our lives, and but everybody has to come to that point where they say yay or nay to Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can talk to somebody until I'm blue in the face about a relationship with Jesus and that they need him in his in their lives. The ultimate question that I have to get to is, what are you going to do with Jesus? Yeah, because this is what he said, right. and this is this is this is you know historical fact. Not yeah. something you can reduce to a test tube. Yeah. Uh, something that happened in history. Now, whether or not you believe that it happened, that's the question. Do you yeah. accept this or not? Once you do believe, then you belong to the body of Christ. Uh, you're interacting with other believers who are on a mission from God, you know, basically to... Um, work for the kingdom to uh, make disciples help disciples to make disciples right. and that's uh, you don't do that alone and you, you not only do you belong to each other you belong to God to Christ to the Trinity the Holy Spirit indwells each one of us who are believers and gifts us with uh, you know one or more of the spiritual gifts that yeah. we're called to use and then but you know, even that isn't enough. Right. Then you got to get into behaving. I mean, and again, the Holy Spirit helps with that. The Holy Spirit acts as a deterrent to sin in our lives, and but also will guide us. You know, if there's there's things that might happen, people we might run into, that, decisions we need to make. Yeah. Oh yeah, all that stuff. So you know, please, please, please don't think that the Christian faith is simple. Yeah. Um, it's not. <laughs> Which is why we have so many deep minds and um, theologians that... Uh, th there's a reason why Ray and I argue about Calvinism and Arminianism and stuff yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. Because there is a lot of complexity here that is, is not easy to comprehend. We are two sinners, Ray and I, right. uh, wrestling in the dark, trying to figure some of this stuff out. Um, the good news is, well, I, I choose to sin, and you're forced to. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Um, well, one day we're both going to know the truth. Yes. And Ray will, will ask for my forgiveness, and no, uh, it won't matter then. <laughs> no, it won't. Uh, and, and the truth of the matter is, we're both wrong at some point. Um, but Christianity is far from simple, and far from, uh, but but complexity doesn't mean hopelessness. There are truths that we know for sure. Right. And that's why Ray and I are still friends, and we have so many disagreements on stuff. We, what we agree on is far greater than what we disagree on. Yep. And uh, we are far more certain of those truths, and we hold tightly and cling to those truths um, that, that is the basis for our Christian life. Which I think we bring this into two uh, passages of Scripture that um, are, are, are popular. Uh, James 2, the, uh, or, uh, the idea of faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. And what we don't mean by that is that you need to work your way into salvation or somehow earn your, through merit, 
God's favor. Right. But we believe that uh, a true, living, dynamic faith produces behavior, produces work, produces a changed life to some degree. Mm-hmm. And we see that evidence in Hebrews chapter 12, this uh, the so-called hall of faith. 11. Where, yes, 11, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> um, uh, All the Old Testament yeah. heroes that are talked about. And, by faith, and, so-and-so, by faith, and, Abraham, yeah, by faith. And myriads of others are mentioned, just not by name. And that faith is mentioned, and next to that faith is an action. Right. Next to that faith is something that they've done. Well, what kind of faith is it if you don't act on it? Right. That's what James 2 says. Yeah. You know, what good is it, my brothers, if uh, someone comes to you and they're, they're poor and they're destitute and you just say, well, go, go on your way, be warm and be filled. What, what faith is that? What, right. what does that do? Nothing. He also says, I mean, you say you love God, but hate your brother, then the love of God's not right. right. Or is that John? That's first John, yeah. yeah. But, the, the but thing, still the same principle. Yeah, it, it's, it's so... Now, what's so frustrating for me is people still want to hold to the simplistic notion of faith when the Bible says completely opposite. Yeah. What that means is people are not taking the time to read Scripture right. and to try to understand it and to be discipled and taught and uh, all these other things. And, you know, I mean, if, if faith... Is that wishy-washy? What are you going to do when the bad stuff happens? Yeah, you know, you lose, you know, your your child gets murdered, or uh, you know, you you uh, have some other catastrophe come into your life, um, or like with the coronavirus uh, thing right now, the pandemic, I guess they want to call it, is um, you know, what does that do to your faith? You know, like. Well, where is God here? Where is God now? Why isn't he doing something about this? Well, let's, you know, if you have faith, your faith says, God has worked in my life and in the lives of others in the past. There is nothing that shows me he won't do the same thing now. All right, we're going to wrap it up on that note because we are out of time. So um, thank you for joining us again. So, we want to recommend, again, the book that we're talking about, Unquestioned Answers by Jeff Myers. New book. You want to get that, please go. Amazon will have the link. And we'll also recommend the other book we mentioned today, The Unshakable Truth by Josh and Sean McDowell. And uh, that'll, that'll help your faith as well. So get those two books. And don't forget to check out our website at www.basicbiblepodcast.org. Check us out on Twitter at BasicBibleCast and Instagram at BasicBibleCast as well. So, Ray, we're going to jump into our our next topic next week. We're going to continue our series, so be a part of that. Share this with your friends. Let everybody know about the Basic Bible Podcast. So until next week, have a great rest of your week. (laughs) 